the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Join us today as Pastor Draper deals with the subject of divorce in this message entitled Divorce Pandemic. Pastor Draper will be speaking from the Old Testament book of Malachi, chapter 2, verses 13 through 17. Have your Bibles. We are concluding, Lord willing, unless he gets me bogged down in the spirit, and that's okay too. I'm assuming I'm concluding. (laughs) The series we've been on now for the last six weeks, and I've been preaching each Sunday as relates to the divorce pandemic. The divorce pandemic. And we've been laboring, uh, for those of you who are new or just come along, we're preaching through the book of Malachi, and we're in Malachi chapter 2. So if you'd be so kind enough as to turn your Bibles to Malachi chapter 2. If someone near you does not have a Bible, will you please share your Bible, and hopefully they get it back, you'll get it back. And if they don't bring it back, they needed it more. So Malachi chapter 2, verse 16 is the text that we've been laboring with. It's the theme of the text. It says, For the Lord God of Israel says that he hates divorce, for it covers one's garment with violence, says the Lord of hosts. Therefore, take heed to your spirit that you do not deal treacherously. And all God's children said, I'm going to give a slight review and then we'll proceed with new insights for today. I started the message off last Sunday, and I think it's a good thing to do now uh, because I want to really drive home the point, and that is the number one reason for divorce is, is money. The number one reason for divorce is the dispute over money. Singles need to know how to handle money. Engaged persons are to be married, engaged to be married. You need to talk about money prior to marriage. Marriage couples need to, to know about money. If you're already divorced, you're, you need to know about money. If you're a widow or widower, you need to know about money. As a matter of fact, the Bible speaks more about uh, the subject of finances and money than any other subject in Scripture. And yet, uh, many people cringe at the thought of it. And actually, the Bible will bless you and help you as it relates to money. Marriages are broken, torn asunder over the issue of money. And many of you... Have, in debt, others of you are doing quite well, but it does, even though you're doing well now, you can get a little loose and find yourself right back in debt. Have you ever got out of debt and then found yourself with some bills and you say, now where did that come from? <laughs> and you, you got yourself out, you look around a little bit here, a little bit there, and all of a sudden you say, you know what, we're right back where we started. And you're in a vicious cycle. So I want to give you the way out of debt. You say, well, I'm out of debt. Well, then this message is going to help you stay out. <laughs> Number one, we said last time, the way out of debt, the first thing you have to do is repent and surrender your finances to the Lord. In other words, 
Uh, apart from Christ, you can do nothing. God did not make that mess, you did. You have to repent and give your finances to the Lord. Uh, you have to recognize him as the Lord of your life. And when he's Lord of your life, he's Lord of your finances. The reason you, some of you have gotten into debt is because you have enthroned yourselves and dethroned God. And what God wants you to do today is to repent and dethrone yourself and enthrone God so that your finances and your life can be freed and you can serve God to the maximum of your potential. So repent, turn around, tell God, I messed up. I, I didn't recognize you. I didn't honor you. I didn't seek first the kingdom. I brought this mess on myself, but God, I renounce this. I agree with you. It was wrong. And I ask your forgiveness. Now I need your help. Isn't that a good place to start? And you know what? God is a merciful God. He will forgive you when you own up to the sins of your ways. Number two, the way out of debt is to give 10% to God. That's the tithe. Okay, you can't get out of get debt robbing God. Okay, you have to give to God because God owns it all. You don't give to God because he's broke. Giving to God is for you. You need to recognize that you need God and you need to be grateful out of what he has blessed you with because without him, you can't even breathe. So you, if you got a problem with tithing, then get your own self up every morning. If you got a problem with tithing, make your own heart beat. You got a problem with tithing, make your own eyes blink. You, you got a problem with tithing, then you make your own lungs inhale and exhale. As a matter of fact, get your own pair of lungs. So don't, don't go there with God. Don't tell God what you can't do. The Bible says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So you give 10% to God. Then we said, pay yourself. Say, pay myself. Now, that's what, you, now what you've been doing is, is it's been about self and not God. It's God, then self. And then, you know, I, I'm amazed that people will pay all their creditors and don't even pay yourself. I can't say, stop saying that. The Bible says, look at the ant. The ant knows how to store up for cold weather and winter time, and uh, you need to know how to save. Say, I must save. I must save. I, I, whatever you're checking. Well, I, I, man, if you saw my, start with $5, then 10, 20, 30, 50, 100, but go from there. You got to say, and then leave it alone. That's why it's called savings. It's not save and take. And then pay your bills. That's called commitments. Okay, so the way out of debt is give 10% to whom? Then pay whom? That's called what? Then pay your bills, which is called commitments. How many of y'all got commitments? Amen. You, you paying water bills, light bills, all those things, you got commitments. Anything that you legally sign for, you need to take responsibility and pay for it. Nobody dragged you up there and made you make that debt. If you sign, you are obligated, and that's integrity. Number three, have an emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. Have an emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. Why? Because things can happen beyond your control. Your spouse may get pregnant, and then she may have to be on her back and lose it, and, and the job is, is not going to hold out. Funds don't hold out. Things happen. Crises come. Crises of health. I didn't see this last week, but God, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. Y'all are not going to want to hear this. And it's not written down, but it's written down in heaven. 
Y'all need to get to where y'all can operate the, your fiscal affairs of your house on one salary. That's right. You need to get that. You say, well, I, I ain't there yet. That's all right. Get there. Be headed there. You know why? Anything can happen. One salary. I mean, you got to cutting back. Yes, a lot of cutting back you got to do. A lot of cutting back you got to do. And you know, you're buying all this stuff and all this stuff in your house, and, and then you're not even there to enjoy it because you're slaving yourself to pay for it. And can't even enjoy it. Got a couch you can't sit on because you got to pay for it. Won't y'all say amen? Be headed that way. If your wife, man, let me tell you something, men. Say what you want. <laughs> y'all get <laughs> I didn't hear y'all. That's kind of. I can't hear you. It is your obligation to take care of your family, whether your wife works or not. That's right. Now, if she works, that's, that's added. I mean, she may want to work. Kids are grown or whatever, or whatever's going on. Or, or I don't know what the issues are, but, but it's my responsibility to take care of Darlene. Anything she makes is extra, but if she tells me I just don't want to work no more, well, we got to do some cutting back. We might have to live on beans and rice, but we're going to make it. <laughs> okay? <laughs> but I'm just using those as analogies. But, but what I'm saying is that you can do what you have to do when you have to do it. Don't be so caught. You better get out of here and go do something. Well, she should if she helped you made it, made the mess. Sometimes you, y'all both got in that mess. You're going to need each other to get out. But that ought to be the aim. Is the is where you can live on, on one salary. You're not there yet? That's okay. Be headed there. Start making some adjustments right now. Uh, the fourth thing I like to say, well, I'm all, my memory says it all because I added that in by the Spirit, so that's gone. But um, you and your spouse must, must set an agreed upon spending limit not to be exceeded without consulting each other. You and your spouse must, must set an agreed upon spending limit. Not to be exceeded without consulting each other. Y'all establish what that amount should be. And if you're thinking about going over it, you talk about it. Whole lot of fusses and arguments and knockdown drag out is because somebody spent something that the other person thought they shouldn't have spent. And it was too much. And really, you didn't set an agreed upon spending limit. That'll shut down a whole lot of stuff. A whole lot. We said that. Number five. Make a budget and stick to it. Make a budget and stick to it. You must know what is going out and what's coming in and live on less than what you make. Borrow no more. The truth is you cannot borrow your way out of debt. I'm going to reconsolidate my bills. But your, your habits haven't changed. And now you've got more bills. If you refuse to borrow, you can't get any further in debt. If you're drowning in debt, you may have to get an extra job to catch up. You see, get a budget, stick to it. Zig Ziglar said, I didn't say this last week, but I said now, Zig Ziglar said, and I quote, if you aim at nothing, you will hit it every time. (laughs) If you aim at nothing, some of y'all, you don't have nothing. No savings. You, You make good money and just broke. The spirit of brokenness hoovers over you. And you know why? 40 and 50 and 60, some of y'all have nothing. Don't even have an inheritance for your children. 
You're supposed to live up a heritage for your children, your grandmas and grandpas. You're supposed to live up a heritage. A heritage is good. It's good. Some of y'all, instead of laying up an inheritance, I'm talking about leaving them something. Leaving them something is very, very wise. You're laying up debt for your children. I think you ought to do inheritance leaving something that they can have as a legacy is a healthy thing. And, but some of, y'all leaving, some of y'all leaving them with debt and unpaid taxes and all kinds of stuff. And, and you're trying, mama's dad is gone and you, they struggling with your debt. And you can't bless your children in your own absence. John Maxwell said this, a budget is telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. You get that? A budget is telling your money, a budget is telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went, says John Maxwell. So if you wonder where your money went, then you need to establish a what? Next point, say no to credit cards. I have no more than one, which will be paid off when the bills come due. Say no to credit cards. And if you're going to have one, have no more than one and have it paid off when the bill come due. And if you can't pay it off, then cut it up. I personally believe that it is far better to use a debit card than a credit card because when you use a debit card, the money comes directly out of your account rather than coming from your credit card for you to pay back with interest. With a debit card, you're spending money you already have With a credit card, you're spending money you hope to have, which may not be there. The message from the credit card is enjoy now, pay later. The problem with this is the credit card companies get richer while you get poor and enslaved to debt. Why not pay now so you can enjoy now? Beware of getting credit cards for frequent flyer air mileage. You can fly broke and to your own financial demise. We said last time, clean up your credit. Clean up your credit rating by consistently paying your bills on what? On what? Don't ignore your bills, especially that big one that's over in the corner. You made the mess. You clean up your credit rating by paying and paying on time. Get your credit report. Know what's on there. When you don't pay something you owe, it accumulates collection fees and penalties. It really, really does. Next, be patient and trust God, for he makes everything beautiful in his time. Patience is your best what? It's your best friend. Be patient. When dealing with finances that really belong to God, and when you're putting it under his auspices, under his authority, the Lord will help you be patient, and the Lord will teach you that patience is your best friend. Stop being impulsive and impatient. When you are patient, you save more, spend less, make better choices. When you're patient, you what? Save more, spend less, and make better choices. And you hear God, you hear God better when you're not hasty and in a rush. Refuse to let this world get you worked up into a frenzy making you hyper and all of that. Then another principle we said, 
If you sincerely desire to get out of debt, you must change your behavior and the way you handle finances. It's a behavior change that's needed to be done. If you keep doing the same thing the same way, you'll keep getting the same results. Keep doing the same thing the same way, you keep getting the same what? The haves and the have-nots can be often traced back to the dids and dids not. Then we said finally last time, ask the Lord to give you a spirit of contentment. Say contentment. Why? Because contentment brings peace. Television commercials, sales, advertisements, special promotions such as rebates, buy one, get one free, 50% off, and unsolicited credit cards and deferred payment with zero interest and still on a $3,000 debt does not bring peace. Satan's design is to disturb your peace, and he will do it through the issue of finances. Many fall into a trap of thinking that if I can get a new house, a new car, make more money, get a new job, redecorate the home, buy more stuff, only then will I be happy. You need to go talk to somebody over in Dominion somewhere, Chavano Park, and they'll tell you, you can have all of that and be in tears because money does not bring happiness. Money does not bring contentment. There are miserable millionaires without Jesus as their Lord. Beloved, more stuff does not equal contentment. Contentment is experienced only when we abide in Christ and allow him to be Lord of our lives and not the temporal things of this world. We said in Isaiah 26, 3 last time, Isaiah 26, 3, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Peace comes from the Prince of Peace. Matthew 6, 31 through 34 says, Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? Mama, what I'm going to eat? Daddy, what are we going to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? I don't want to wear that. If they're clothes, you wear them. For after all these things, the Gentiles seek. Somebody it's not in style. God is not concerned about style. He just said clothes. You know, anybody ever wore hand-me-downs? hand-me-downs, all these kinds of things we do, pass-me-downs. And listen, when you have a lot of siblings, it was coming down. (laughs) Anybody know what I'm talking about? (laughs) For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. God knows what you need. God knows where you are. And God is saying, if you seek me, I'll take care of your needs. I'm Jehovah Jireh. I, I supply. Philippians 4, 11 through 13 says, not that I speak in regard to need, for I have, I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased and I know how to abound everywhere. And in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. With the help of God, you can do it. Stop telling yourself what you can't do. Then we read this last time, but I want all of us to read it again because it's so critical. First Timothy chapter six, verses six through 10. And then we'll go on to the new insights. First Timothy chapter six, Verses 6 
through 10. Look what it says. Now, godliness with contentment is great what? How do you gain? With what? Godliness and? Are you living godly? Are you living godly? That's why some of y'all not content. You're not living godly. Godliness with contentment. Your mouth should be holy. What you see with your eyes. What you listen with your ears. Where you go with your feet. What you meditate in your heart. With contentment is great gain. But we brought, how much we bring in this world? Underline that we brought what? We brought what? Into the, when you were born, what did you come? You didn't come out, you didn't come in your, what did you have in your hands? Nothing. Matter of fact, it's clinched saying, give me. It's clinched. Most babies that come, you know, the hands just all, they're tight. You got to open them up. And that's what, and that's why some of y'all can't be blessed. Y'all hands are tight. And God is saying, will you please open your hand so that I can bless you? The first way to bless is you got to open your hands. And you got, to, you got to give to God, give to others, be a blessing. And when you open your hands and give, God overflows and he pours out blessings and you have not room enough to receive all that God has. But you know why you struggle? Your hands are like this. And you know why many of you under my voice have a problem giving? It's because your parents didn't teach you how to give. And you know what? Your children are going to have a hard time giving, and they're going to be just like some of y'all because y'all not teaching them how to give. You have to teach them how to share. You got to teach them how to share. Children are born innately selfish. And everything is mine. Walk around like we owe them. You young folk, all these young folk in here, you're 18 and under. Stand up. Stand up and remain standing. Let me tell you something. Don't nobody owe you nothing. Okay? You better make it, take advantage of your time, be obedient to your parents. You need to clean the room, the toilet, the kitchen, and everything else. You going to school on our tax dollars? And some of y'all half eat, talking about I don't want to eat that. I need to take you to Uganda. They'll show you how to eat. Y'all blessed. You got selections and you got telephones that we didn't have when we grew up with. You got, what's wrong? A lot of y'all got too much. That's why you're acting so bad. There need to be a blessed subtraction. Until you can realize who God is in your life. Thank God for your parents. Thank God for, for a school to go to. Thank God that you got clothes. Hug and kiss your parents and tell them you love them. Matter of fact, do it right now. Go hug them. Find them. If, they, if they're here. If they're not here. No, don't just touch them. Hug them and say it. Some of y'all haven't done that in a long time. Then, then you may be seated. Won't y'all say amen? Parents, I'm trying to help y'all. 
Oh, look, they going to find each other. Isn't that sweet? They going looking for him. Isn't that sweet? They give him a big, they trying to find him. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. And I tell you something else. All y'all, you children who are over 18, you stand up. Your parents still living. I'm going to stand up too. Your parents still living. You still too have to hug your parents, love your parents. Amen. Honor your parents. They still your parents and they still same days older than you. Amen. Just because they're getting older, you don't disrespect them. Thank God that you have them. Realize that they had to put up with you and your foolishness. Now you love them back. Morgan Field, when his mother's house burned down, he went down to Mississippi somewhere, built his mama a brand new house. That's a blessing. Isn't it? Let's give God a hand clap of praise for that. You may be seated. That's a blessing. Built his mama a house. He went, his mama didn't lack down there. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. That was all that on this verse here. <laughs> it's just one service. It's not another service, so I can take my time. Listen, so we brought how much in this world? And it is certain that we will carry how much out? And having food, this was some of y'all choked last week, food and clothing, with these we shall be what? But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and harmful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. It is not a sin to be rich. It is not a sin to be wealthy. It's not a sin to be a millionaire. But I don't think you ought to be just seeking to be that. If God brings that along as you serve him, there were rich folk in the Bible. Abraham was rich. You know, Jacob was, was wealthy. You know, Solomon was real wealthy. I mean, just go all the way through the Bible. And you had wealthy folk all the way through. Wealthy, godly folk. You know, and much given, much required. You know what? Thank you, Holy Spirit. You know what the crime of it is? is that the more folk make, the less they give. And it's the common people who don't have as much, like the widow in the scripture who gave all she had. Those are the ones that really sustains ministry. It's not the ones that are making the big bucks. It's, it's the common people or the people who, those who are widows and those who are on fixed income, you find most of the time they do more than those who make way over. Why is it that the more you make, the less you give? As committed children of the only true and living God, we walk by faith and not by sight. Life on earth is not easy, yet even in the midst of trials and tribulations, we have joy, hope, peace, strength, and God's blessed assurance as we face trials. Best yet, we look forward to hearing our Savior say, well done, thou good and faithful servant and eternal life with our Lord and Savior. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. 
It's that time again. The Maranatha Bible Church family invites you to an interactive, life-changing adventure for the entire family during our annual Vacation Bible School held Sunday through Thursday, June 5th through the 9th at 6 p.m. daily. Join us as we sing, pray, and explore Bible stories as we unearth the truth about Jesus. Grow in your faith with us as we celebrate and give thanks to Christ. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.